The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is the week, my friends. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, December 21st, 2021, Tuesday of the fourth week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Peter Canisius, priest and doctor of the church, born in 1521. At the age of 19, he received a master's degree from the University at Cologne and then joined the Jesuits. After his ordination in 1546, he became widely known for his editions of the writings of St. Cyril of Alexandria and St. Leo the Great. He attended several sessions of the Council of Trent, and after a brief teaching assignment at Messina, he was entrusted with the mission to Germany from that point on his life's work. He taught in several universities and was instrumental in establishing many colleges and seminaries. St. Peter Canisius died December 21st, 1597. St. Peter Canisius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence, I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Come, Lord Jesus, come and do not delay. In today's Gospel, Lord, very much in your presence, we read of another Advent, another arrival. Mary set out in those days and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. Here we see the scene of the visitation, that second joyful mystery of the rosary. And we see, Lord, that once you are inside of Our Lady, after the result of the Annunciation, which is the beginning of the Incarnation, once she's carrying you with her, her first instinct is to help others. Her first instinct is to serve. The first result of having you, Lord Jesus, with her, in her, is to find someone to help. And so the gospel tells us that she went with haste. She didn't waste time. She went quickly to help Elizabeth, who was with child and in her old age. And in going to help Lord Jesus, in going to serve Elizabeth, Mary does more than she thinks she does. The range of her help extends to the spiritual, to the supernatural, because you're with her. She goes to help physically, to support 
perhaps emotionally and psychologically, but because you're with her, she becomes this co-redeemer already, even though you're still preborn. Because she's carrying you with her, your redemptive power takes place through her. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Lord Jesus, your presence is picked up on by John the Baptist. He's the first one to respond to your saving and redemptive presence. And what a beautiful image for us to consider that, Lord, we carry you in our heart. We carry you in the center of our soul, especially when we're in the state of grace and when we're quick to go and serve others, when we're quick to live a spirit of service and to live charity. But we too, in a certain way, we're like Our Lady. We become co-redeemers. Our reach goes beyond the physical, beyond the merely emotional or psychological. We bring our Lord with us, and therefore we become sources, channels of grace, instruments like Our Lady of co-redemption. Our Lady setting out quickly to visit Elizabeth reminds us that the days of Christmas are approaching us quickly. Our Lady, in a certain sense, is rushing towards us with our Lord to be born in Bethlehem once again, to be born into this world once again, in our church, in our hearts, in our families, in our communities. Come, Lord Jesus. Coming with Our Lady, our Lord approaches us as a great lover, as a great redeemer. We read in the first reading of today's Mass, Hark, my lover, here he comes springing across the mountains, leaping across the hills from the Song of Songs. My lover is like a gazelle or a young stag. Here he stands behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattices. My lover speaks. He says to me, Arise, my beloved, my dove, my beautiful one, and come, for see, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Our Lord is this tremendous lover in the beautiful title of that very deep spiritual book about Jesus, about the spiritual life, this tremendous lover, hark, my lover, here he comes, springing across the mountains, leaping across the hills. Lord, since you love us, and since in a certain sense you're madly in love with us, you don't leave us alone. You come to us, you search for us, you desire to be with us, you desire union with us. And in these last days of Advent, we realize that our Lord's hunt for us, our Lord's search after us, is picking up its pace as he gets closer to the object of his love. He comes faster. He picks up his pace to overtake us. And so we say, Lord, come. Don't let me run away from you. Don't let me hide from you. Help me to be in a place where you can find me and where you can redeem me and love me. And we, Lord, want to move towards you. We want to be excited about Christmas, excited about this impending celebration, this this pending feast of our faith. And perhaps it helps us to think back, you know, how excited we used to be as children. And perhaps 
Perhaps some of us are still quite young listening to this meditation. And how excited we used to be or how excited we still are when Christmas comes around. That there's this kind of visible emotion. There's this buzz, this nervous anticipation, which is so joyful in children at this time of year. And sometimes they can't even sleep and they they get kind of jittery and really revved up for the holiday. I remember this happened to us as children, especially on Christmas Eve. And we would wake up really early Christmas morning, some ungodly hour, you know, 4.30 a.m. or 5 a.m. And we would go to our parents' room and we would wake them up and ask them, can we go down now to see the gifts? Can we go down now to see the gifts under the tree? And they would put us off a couple times, you know, trying to get some more precious sleep because they had been up late the night before preparing things. But eventually they would give in. It would still be at some ungodly hour in the morning there. But the rule in my family was we all had to gather at the top of the steps, and we wouldn't start until everyone was there. And once everyone was there at the top of the steps, and my sister Angela, my oldest sister, she would usually be last, because when she was a teenager, you know, she too valued her her sleep over these family festivities in the morning. And so when everyone was there, we would we would sing happy birthday to Jesus before going down the steps to start our Christmas festivities, opening the gifts, having breakfast, then going to mass later in the morning. But we had that custom we would we would first acknowledge his birthday and we all had to be together at the top of the steps. And so as as little kids, we were so excited for this and we we slept fitfully the whole night. We popped out of bed in the morning. We went and tried to get our parents out of bed to get this ceremony going so that we can get down there and and enjoy the gifts and enjoy and enjoy the day. And a little bit spiritually we have to do the same thing. We have to be revved up to see our Lord. We have to be excited for his coming. We have to be moving towards him as he and his mother move towards us. Here comes our Lord, here comes our great lover. We want to move towards him, meet him halfway. We go to Our Lady and we ask her too to come. Come, Mother of God. Come, Mother of Jesus. As you rushed towards Elizabeth in great haste to help her and in the excitement of the discovery of your vocation, now rush towards us and bring Jesus in your womb, bring Jesus in your arms so that we too can take our turn holding him, loving him, once Christmas comes. Our Lady, our Mother, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour. The Office of Readings is coming up next on Daybreak. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. 
and my mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The Lord is close at hand, come let us worship him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. The Lord is close at hand, come let us worship Him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, Lord, let let my my cry come come to you. Do Do not hide your face from me. O Lord, listen to my prayer and let my cry for help reach you. 
Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake, and I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion, for this is the time to have mercy. Yes. The the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you. That the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion, and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Be Be attentive, attentive, Lord, to the the prayer prayer of the the helpless. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, You, O Lord, establish the the earth, and the, and the heavens, heavens are, are the work, work of your hands. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, Do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. 
but you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, You, O Lord, establish the the earth, earth, and the the heavens heavens are the work of of your hands. Turn back to us, O Lord our God. Show Show us us your face, and we shall shall be saved. saved. From the book of the prophet Isaiah, thus says the Lord, Listen to me, Jacob. Israel whom I named, I, it is I who am the first, and also the last am I. Yes, my hand laid the foundations of the earth, my right hand spread out the heavens. When I call them, they stand forth at once. All of you assemble and listen. Who among you foretold these things? The Lord's friend shall do his will against Babylon and the progeny of Chaldea. I myself have spoken, I have called him, I have brought him, and his way succeeds. Come near to me and hear this. Not from the beginning did I speak it in secret. At the time it comes to pass, I am present. Now the Lord God has sent me and his Spirit. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I, the Lord your God, teach you what is for your good, and lead you on the way you should go. If you would hearken to my commandments, your prosperity would be like a river, and your vindication like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would be like the sand, and those born of your stock like its grains. Their name never cut off, or blotted out from my presence. Go forth from Babylon, flee from Chaldea, with shouts of joy proclaim this, make it known. Publish it to the ends of the earth, and say, The Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. They did not thirst when he led them through dry lands. Water from the rock he sent flowing for them. He cleft the rock, and waters welled forth. Along the ways they shall find pasture. On every bare height shall their pastures be. They shall not hunger or thirst, nor shall the scorching wind or the sun strike them. For he who pities them leads them and guides them beside springs of water. I will cut a road through all my mountains, and make my highways level. See, some shall come from afar, others from the north and the west, and some from the land of Syene. Sing out, O heavens, and rejoice. O earth, break forth into song, you mountains. For the Lord comforts his people and shows mercy to his afflicted. Rejoice, you heavens, and celebrate, O earth. Cry out with praise, you mountains, for the Lord is coming. He He will will have have compassion compassion on on his his poor. In his days justice will flourish and peace will abound. He will will have have compassion compassion on on his poor. A reading from a commentary on Luke by St. Ambrose, Bishop. When the angel revealed his message to the Virgin Mary, he gave her a sign to win her trust. He told her of the motherhood of an old and barren woman to show that God is able to do all that he wills. When she hears this, Mary sets out for the hill country. She does not disbelieve God's words. She feels no uncertainty over the message or doubt about the sign. She goes eager in purpose, dutiful in conscience, hastening for joy. Filled with God, where should she hasten but to the heights 
The Holy Spirit does not proceed by slow, laborious efforts. Quickly, too, the blessings of her coming and the Lord's presence are made clear. As soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Notice the contrast and the choice of words. Elizabeth is the first to hear Mary's voice, but John is the first to be aware of grace. She hears with the ears of the body, but he leaps for joy at the meaning of the mystery. She is aware of Mary's presence, but he is aware of the Lord's. A woman aware of a woman's presence, the forerunner aware of the pledge of our salvation. The women speak of the grace they have received, while the children are active in secret, unfolding the mystery of love with the help of their mothers, who prophesy by the spirit of their sons. The child leaps in the womb. The mother is filled with the Holy Spirit, but not before her son. Once the son has been filled with the Holy Spirit, he fills his mother with the same spirit. John leaps for joy, and the spirit of Mary rejoices in her turn. When John leaps for joy, Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. But we know that though Mary's spirit rejoices, she does not need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Her son, who is beyond our understanding, is active in his mother in a way beyond our understanding. Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit after conceiving John, while Mary is filled with the Holy Spirit before conceiving the Lord. Elizabeth says, Blessed are you, because you have believed. You also are blessed because you have heard and believed. A soul that believes both conceives and brings forth the word of God and acknowledges his works. Let Mary's soul be in each of you to proclaim the greatness of the Lord. Let her spirit be in each to rejoice in the Lord. Christ has only one mother in the flesh, but we all bring forth Christ in faith. Every soul receives the word of God if only it keeps chaste, remaining pure and free from sin, its modesty undefiled. The soul that succeeds in this, in this proclaims the greatness of the Lord just as Mary's soul magnified the Lord and her spirit rejoiced in God her Savior. In another place we read, Magnify the Lord with me. The Lord is magnified not because the human voice can add anything to God, but because he is magnified within us. Christ is the image of God, and if the soul does what is right and holy, it magnifies that image of God, in whose likeness it was created. And in magnifying the image of God, the soul has a share in its greatness and is exalted.
Happy are you who have believed, because the Lord's promises will be accomplished in you. And Mary said, My My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Come and listen, and I will tell you what great things God has accomplished for me. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Let us pray. Hear in kindness, O Lord, the prayers of your people, that those who rejoice at the coming of your only begotten Son in our flesh may, when at last he comes in glory, gain the reward of eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll pray morning prayer along with today's gospel and in conversation with God. It's all coming up after the break on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the fourth week of Advent, December 21st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Mary Goes on a Journey. From the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a city of Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, All of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. It seems that selfishness is something that we're born with as a part of our fallen nature, but we don't have to be doomed to it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. If we feel that in spite of our struggle, we are still unable to rid ourselves of selfishness, we will look again at Our Lady with the desire of imitating her inner generosity and to know the joy of giving ourselves to others. We need to have a better understanding of the way generosity enriches and widens the heart, need to be sure that we can attain it, and we must realize that selfishness is like a slow-acting poison that acts insidiously but with deadly effect. Close to Mary, we perceive that God has made us for himself and that each time we give ourselves exclusively to our own plans, concentrating on ourselves and our personal affairs while ignoring him, we die a little more. The kingdom of heaven is beyond price, and yet it costs what you have to give. It cost Peter and Andrew the price of a boat and some nets. It cost the widow two little coins. It cost them everything they had as it will do in our case, too. 
What we are and what we have are saved at the moment we surrender them. Your boat, your talents, your hopes, your achievements is worth nothing whatsoever unless you leave it in Christ's hands, allowing him the freedom to come aboard. Make sure you don't turn it into an idol. In your boat by yourself, if you try to do without the master, you are, supernaturally speaking, heading straight for shipwreck. Only if you permit and seek his presence and captaincy will you be safe from the storms and contrary currents of life. Put everything in the hands of God. Let your thoughts, the brave adventures you have imagined, your lofty human ambitions, your noble loves pass through the heart of Christ. Otherwise, sooner or later, they will all sink to the bottom together with your selfishness. Everyone, no matter where or how he is called by God, must do as that woman of Bethany did who showed her great love for our Lord by breaking open for him a jar of pure nard of great price. It was an exterior manifestation of that love. This woman did not want to keep back anything for herself or for anyone else. Hers was a gesture of self-giving without reservations, of unalloyed friendship, of deep tenderness towards Christ. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Like hers, our demonstrations of love and self-giving to Christ will remain like perfume. Just that. Everything else will be evanescent and pass on and away like the waters of a stream. Generosity to God must be shown by generosity to our fellow man. As you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. A characteristic of generosity is knowing how to forget quickly those little irritations that can crop up in daily life. It is knowing how to smile and make life more agreeable for those around us, even though they may be suffering setbacks. To give others the benefit of the doubt. To do the least pleasant tasks first in our work or in family life. To accept people as they are without attaching too much importance to their defects to be ready with a pat on the back for a job well done, to give a positive tone to our conversation, and if the occasion arises, to a possible correction that we ought to make, to avoid negative criticism, which is often useless and unfair, to open up wider horizons, both human and supernatural, for our friends. All these betoken generosity of spirit, but above all, if we are to be really generous in loving our neighbor, we must do our best to make it easier for those around us to come closer to Christ. That is the best thing we can do. Every day we have a treasure to distribute. If we don't give it, we lose it. If we share it, our Lord multiplies it. If we are attentive, if we contemplate his life, he will find for us opportunities of serving voluntarily where perhaps few people would wish to do so. Like Jesus, who at the Last Supper washed the feet of his disciples, we will not be deterred by the lowliest chores, which are often the most necessary and will involve us in the most thankless of tasks. We will learn that the occasions of serving are turned to reality through sacrifice, as the fruit of an interior attitude of abnegation and renunciation. We will realize that to find these opportunities of service, it is necessary to look for them thinking of the personalities of the people with whom we live or work, or what they need, of how we can be helpful or useful to them. The selfish person who lives far away from God is aware only of his own needs and whims. Our Lady was not only generous with God in the highest degree, but also with everyone she encountered throughout her life. 
Of her too, it can be said that she went about doing good. It ought to be possible to say the same about each one of us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord will come from His holy place to save His people. The Lord will come from His holy place to save His people. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret, I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart, I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil, nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight, and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. The, the Lord, Lord will come from, from his holy place to, to save his people. Zion is our mighty citadel, our saving Lord, its wall and its defense. Throw open the gates, for our God is here among us. Alleluia. Zion is our mighty citadel, our saving Lord, its wall and its defense. Throw open the gates, for our God is here among us. Alleluia. Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever 
or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us. For the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your holy one, to whom you promise to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits, to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly, for those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you, and we pray to you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Zion is our mighty citadel, our saving Lord, its wall and its defense. Throw open the gates, for our God is here among us. Alleluia. Lord, make known your will throughout the earth. Proclaim your salvation to every nation. Lord, make known your will throughout the earth. Proclaim your salvation to every nation. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings peoples under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow? Lower your heavens and come down, touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke, flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out from the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David your servant free. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light and unite us under the one banner of love that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of the earthly life. Lord, make known your will throughout the earth. 
Proclaim your salvation to every nation. From the book of Isaiah. The virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. He shall be living on curds and honey by the time he learns to reject the bad and choose the good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. There is no need to be afraid. In five days our Lord will come to us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. There is no need to be afraid. In five days our Lord will come to us. To Jesus Christ our Lord, who came among us in his mercy, let us constantly cry out with joy. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You came from the Father to take on our human nature. Now set free what was harmed in us by sin. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. One day you will come again in glory to your chosen people. Come to us today and help us sinners to recognize your mercy and tender love. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. We glory in praising you, Lord Jesus. Come and bring us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Through faith you led us into light. May we reveal your justice through our deeds. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but But deliver deliver us from from evil. evil. Hear in kindness, O Lord, the prayers of your people, that those who rejoice at the coming of your only begotten Son in our flesh may, when at last he comes in glory, gain the reward of eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Keep watching and waiting. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.